Welcome to the UDP Broadcast, a podcast where a group of friends get together and talk about gaming-related topics and offer both informed and uninformed opinions. I'm Luminary, and I'm accompanied today by my co-hosts, the Nordic Cajun. We back, baby! I'm E, the Eternal Barcode. Hello! And from the Emerald Dream, Raina, the Crit Chicken. Man, my wings are very sore from all that flapping. <laughs> <laughs> We're back, episode 38. Uh, pretty much a catch-up episode, see what's going on, who's doing what, and who's doing who. Uh, but before <laughs> all of that... <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, my. Oh. We'll, we'll yeah. use our context clues for that one. But anyway... Um, <laughs> That, that, that door was wide open and Lumi ran right through it. Before we do that, let's let Ivy go through our Trevor project. Uh, completely unprepared, as always. Mm. Um, I, I, so the I, Trevor I, project is a, uh, a charity that is working to end suicide among gay, lesbian, bisexual, transgender, and questioning young people. So for every ad you watch, every bit or sub donation you give or anything like that, 10% of all revenue goes to them and it is a very worthwhile cause. Thank you for supporting us and thank you for supporting them. And just a quick reminder, this is an opinion show and does not reflect official company policies or views. So in other words, we're poor, we're uninformed, so please don't sue us. <laughs> <laughs> that's perfect i love that <laughs> yeah. yeah now the most the most important thing for the night oh yeah ready up bitches <laughs> we, we forgot, forgot all about that bring my flasks <laughs> oh man so what do we got catching up to musk episode 38 this is going to be interesting um so in case you didn't keep up with the last episode, uh, Crit Chicken was going to be uh, flapping her way to the land of uh, uh, hot and cold Maple running blood. maple syrup to meet tree our blood. resident uh, tree blood. <laughs> barcode and spend some time with them. Um, so there we're back. We're seeing what, what's going on. Um, do you guys want to recap that? Or do you want to save that for the round table at the end? Round table. I like round table. Like oh, round table? Sure. I was going to say, open the show up with the good stuff. No. <laughs> uh, the good wait. stuff is she helped me bottle a lot of wine, and holy yeah, but shit, is it good. They Ooh. can wait for the good stuff later, though. Man, Absolutely. She did find out that uh, I have I have wine glasses that are deceivingly large. <clears throat> and when I tell you <laughs> that you can pour half a glass... If you pour half a glass, that is half a bottle. She found out. Good times were had by all. Ah, sounds like a great time. Yes, yep. just hold my beer and watch this. Yeah, crit chicken involved into lit chicken. Lit <laughs> <Lit> chicken. <laughs> Very it was. Chicken. It was entertaining. I mean, you know, I, I found out that she's a hold my beer kind of kind of woman, and uh, I may hold we my beer kind of barcode. We we stand that in this in this uh, community. Absolutely. Yep. Hold my code, beer and watch this shit. Barcode. Okay. Guess what? The most what? amazing thing is I didn't get a hangover either time. <gasps> Perfect. There we go. Best you, case scenario. You are well equipped to handle anything the barcode could throw at you. Perfect. Well done. I'm half Greek and half Irish. You know, I heard that as half Irish. I like... did too. <laughs> <laughs> I just... Irish. 
Yes, I'm I'm vampire Irish. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I want to suck your pint. All right. Well, so <laughs> I'm gonna go murder some trees. I'm out of tree blood. <laughs> so let's start this off uh, with uh, what's going on with um, Twitter. Elon oh, Musk Lord. has been pretty much a a one man circus since uh, he threatened to buy Twitter. And then accidentally tripped and bought Twitter because they wouldn't let him back out. Um, I have lovingly called him Twitler. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> You're not the only one. <laughs> <laughs> so let's let's talk about that. I mean, aside from like some of the big stuff that's happened over the last what month, two months, three months. Um, the big thing that came down was the extra charges for API access. Um, and then yeah. further restricting users to, I think, what, 6,000 tweets to view a day or something like that? Oh, that's only for verified people. The freaking unverified were stuck to, like, 600 or whatever. How do you expect people to use your stupid platform if you don't, like, let them use your platform? I mean, it's not the Wall Street Journal where you get on and like, you know, for a buck a month, you could yeah. read our garbage that's AI generated. So, I have no idea. But. It just—it just seems he can't seem to do anything right. He <laughs> never has, and sadly, people equate money with intellect. So, something about the muskrat that I've learned—he's rolled. Well, he's—he's he's starting stats. If you were to put him into a D and D character sheet, his charisma is probably around a fifteen or sixteen. Uh, his intelligence is probably around, um, bonus of about minus one and his wisdom's about a minus two, minus three. Um, because he wanted to pick a fight in a ring with Mark Zuckerberg who actually works out. And I mean, the most workout that, uh, the muskrat get is what looks like a cheese dog in each hand. And, uh, he's, his fit- mommy... he's, he's into fitness, fitting his food in his mouth. I mean, exactly. I understand. And his mommy had to break up the fight and told him he wasn't allowed to because mommy said so. But hold on one second. Whoa, 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 okay, whoa. Wait, wait, wait no, 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 you did it last time. It's my time. <laughs> <laughs> We're not doing this again. It's my time oh, to shine. Hey, one moment, one moment, madam. <laughs> um, Dana White came out and was wearing a t-shirt that said Elon versus Zuckerberg. Yep. With the official UFC logo on it. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if mommy was able to get him out of it officially. He still um, might have to get in there and go toe to toe with with, with, with his foe. Apparently she has. Really? She has apparently that big mommy dick? Has... Whoa. Apparently. <laughs> <laughs> White's over here and like, I'm gonna flip this one over. <laughs> I'm gonna get oh, my no. pay raise. Look mm-hmm. look what I can do. Flip. Ooh woo. No, but you have to appreciate the genius that is Zuckerberg. Like you have to you have to appreciate He's that. Not a genius. No no, He's a no creepy guy. Think about this. Let her, let, let her, let her cook. Let yeah. her cook. Think about it this way. You're on Facebook, laying low with the family, whatever, just kind of like sipping coffee or whatever you're drinking or whatever, and you're watching everything play out on Twitter. You know, limiting this, limiting that, you know, blah blah blah, you know. Elon making fun of the users and all this other stuff. And, uh, you know, as you're getting limit rated, people are going crazy and they're looking for different platforms. 
here comes old Mark. And he's like, here, now introducing threads. So you can actually integrate all your Instagram followers to your thread account and build you up that way. And everybody's flocking over. And then here comes Elon. And he's like, wait, wait, what's happening? <gasps> That's cheating. Why is it trending <laughs> on my Twitter? This is cheating. You're stealing my, my old employees. No. No, no. You fired them all. Exactly. And the, the funny thing is, back in the day, Zuckerberg wanted to buy Twitter, like when he was on the rise. And Twitter was like, yeah, no, nah, we, we don't want your money. So he's been sitting in the wing like a brooding Batman for a long ass time. That's a bad Here's example because he's not safe for nothing. Your Facebooks but, are not good here. No. Here's what's really funny about threads, though. Nobody read the fucking end user license agreement. Oh, Imi is the king of end user license agreements. Tell Holy me what's going shit. on. So I didn't read it, or I didn't look at it until I started seeing people complaining about it on Twitter, of all things. But when you go to their FAQs for threads, and you look up how to delete your account, you can deactivate your threads account, but the only way to delete it is to delete your Instagram account. On top of that, to make things worse, it doesn't show posts in chronological order. You can't choose to only see stuff from people you follow. You get shown what Mark Zuckerberg thinks you want to see via the algorithm that is probably the backbone of Facebook as well as Instagram. And as we know, that algorithm uh, a few years ago was used in partnership with uh, a small Canadian company by the name of Cambridge Analytica to get a certain talking Cheeto elected by purposefully pushing right-wing, far-right-wing lies and bullshit through Facebook to people they thought would react to it. So now you're giving that exact same bullshit power back to threads. And for what? Well, I've been, uh, <laughs> in my workflow, I've actually been using it in promoting like the stuff that we're doing to further promote the prod podcast. And it's, it's surprisingly easy to use and for as integrated and easy as it was to start a Threads account because I am part of Instagram and that's part of my workflow when uploading all the shorts. Um, mm -hmm. it, was, it was nice and easy. Um, the, it's, it's some of the technical background of how this works. It's much like Mastodon in that it follows the uh, Social Activity Pub APIs. And um, so that's what makes it compatible with uh, things like uh, cross-communicating with Mastodon and other platforms that use the same thing like WordPress and whatnot. So it's, it's, it's interesting in how that they did it so that we can integrate it. So for clients such as folks who run a WordPress blog or anything that does um, any type of client-server relationship with um, any sort of outlet that uses the... API for ActivityPub, it's easy enough to just add a button and go, I would like to send it here, and it goes, which is nice. But now that Zuckerberg has it, one of the things, like even our own Buzzyard was talking about it, saying that what happens is, is that because Instagram is a major player, and mind you, it's threads by Instagram, not necessarily Mark Zuckerberg. It's the brainchild of the Instagram uh, CEO, 
that you could do these type of things. And the big fight right now on Mastodon is, is if they will allow threads to be federated with the Mastodon network. And that's Mastodon.social, Mastodon.art, Mastodon, insert uh, whatever it is you need here. And that's how you do it. Like, I've, I just joined Mastodon. I'm still trying to learn exactly how it works. Like, for example, our own Dankwart, because I'm uh, luminaryweekly.social, or at mastodon.social, and Dankwart is Dankwart at, uh, or excuse me, at Dankwart at mastodon.art. Uh, federated servers are actually cross-populated and whatnot, and the biggest fear is what's going to happen when Facebook or Meta decides to enforce a change inside of the, uh, the standard that everybody else has to conform to because they're the largest player and the largest donor and things like that. You know what hasn't changed, though? Shitposting? nuts. Oh. Well, <laughs> I, I showed, or I told uh, Amy about it, but um, another person who seems to be getting a lot of flack on threads is the person that mistreated her employees. Ah, uh, yes, Ellen DeGeneres. Uh, yeah, so it was funny. I saw that post where it was just like every most horrible person in the last like four years was posting on threads. It was just like, <laughs> like, why are you here? Do I mean, you it's it's li- that you're canceled. Except for it's George li- Takei. George Takei is a treasure. It's yeah. literally what happened with Twitter. Is like the moment that Elon took over, all the the the, the white the right wing nut jobs got their accounts back and all that good stuff. So Zuckerberg is just. The, that version just on the other side of the fence. Did you call him Zuckerbird? Yes. <laughs> that is fantastic, sir. <laughs> Zuckerbird. It's like it's like off-brand Twitter. That's awesome. Good job. I'll be here all night. <laughs> fantastic. All right, my dog is officially on the podcast. He is like up next. Squeakers. Hello, ears. Say hello. Say welcome to the UDP broadcast. Go ahead. No. Bork. <laughs> no, he just wants switches. <laughs> Ooh, that's that, that that needs to be an official sound now like oh yeah gonna... i agree that is canon <laughs> and now uh john whatever here we go so it's it so there's there, there's this large thing going on between twitter oh and and that's the other part that thing that happened just most recently before this podcast even aired is that uh, Elon was like, oh, we can't have a cage fight, but check this out, I got lawyers, and sent a cease and desist uh, request to uh, Zuckerberg to um, <clears throat> terminate Thread's activity immediately because yeah, of uh, trade secret, uh, potentially trade secrets were used to develop all this. And it's interesting because Thread's was open about how they did it. They, they, they told you the API they used to make it happen. Unless they're talking about the, like, the server backend on how it handles all the messages, but even still, they would have to prove that. And that's because Elon decided to say that, hey, you hired a bunch of all of our ex-employees, so yeah, obviously you're using trade secrets. So we you would like the- you to stop now. I mean, the people that actually built the website for what it is, you know, the people that put their time and effort into it just for you to fire them. Like, um, maybe it was that guy that got fired because he told Elon he really wasn't that interesting and that's why he wasn't trending. Yeah. (laughs) That was was a hero. Oh my well, God, isn't isn't uh, Twitter also trying to integrate like video calls or whatever? Isn't that like 
stealing ideas from you know let's say messenger you know buzz or... buzzyard if you don't know buzzyard is also working on a theme uh, a theme uh, song for this podcast for us but he's also a very successful uh, software developer he was he, he's actually really into talking about what's going on on that whole front if you, if you ever join dank water's uh, paint water tea house dank wort oh yeah dank not wort. dank water <laughs> I, I, <laughs> As mentioned, I was drinking before the show, so all my words are not in order. Dank warranty hats. Yeah. Dank warranty? Dank water. <laughs> We're contacting you about your car's dank warranty. Oh, uh, no. <laughs> but, uh... Be trying to reach you, bet. That little whisper in the back of the ear. I mean, in the tea house, dank water could actually sell because I would be like, "Yeah, this stuff will actually screw." Would that be like bath water? But dank like, bath yeah, water. dank. It'd be dank like water. used cat bath water. It'd be like, yeah, used cat bath water. <laughs> you know, Gamer cat sick, bath man. water. As a heads up, dank Ward actually listens to our podcast. He'll probably hear this. Hi, like, dank Ward. I mean, to be fair, for him, it's probably just a big old bottle of pilk. So. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> or cheese, yes. Hey, yeah, this is just for you, Dankwart. Meow, 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 meow. We love you. But uh, no pilk. Pilk is banned. But tomorrow I'm going to see on Twitter just him ragging on me for saying pilk is banned. But uh, <laughs> it wasn't that bad. It tasted like it wasn't bad. Oh. It was like a root beer float, but with Pepsi. But uh, what Buzzard was talking about was is that it would be really hard for Elon to prove that kind of thing. And I wouldn't be surprised if Elon looked at that notice and was just like, well, just send it to the law room. I mean, we're not going to stop because obviously he's full of shit, so fuck that guy. And if that were the case, threads would still not be up right now. So, but yeah, it's it's an interesting thing. There's been a lot of tra uh, interesting trends, especially with Twitter, like charging for their API and losing... A lot of their big players that makes their platform viable, like TweetDeck. Or there was a report inside of, um, if you're part of our Discord server in the Backstage Pass, there is a, uh, a link to a thread where, uh, um, oh, where was I going with this? Uh, there was a, uh, no, no. Oh gosh, hold on, I need to retract. Quick, somebody cover for me. How about them local sports team? Oh, spurts. Let me tell you about them spurts. Them sports are so much fun down here in the dirty cell. Let me tell you what. I just lost IQ listening to that. I literally lost my place. I can't do much more, Lumi. Come on now. It's okay. I know where my bottle of wine is right in front of me, along with my half bottle. This is me sober. I'm just saying. That's actually terrifying, sir. Oh, <laughs> that's what I was getting at. Uh, tweets aren't showing up in Google because of the of the rate limits. That's that's where I was going with this. Oh, so I've been following that kind of on Twitter, and one thing I've seen a little bit of arguing back and forth, but a lot of people who are data engineers. And I am not one. And these people, you can look in their profile. You can see where they work, most of them. They know more about this shit than me, especially when their entire Twitter profile is filled with topics on data warehousing and management and costing. The claim is that uh, the rate limits were put on Twitter as a means of generating money. People who deal with data warehousing are saying the rate limits were put in place because 
someone didn't pay the bill. <laughs> now, if you remember, one of the very first things that Elon Husk or uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you're, no, 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 you're right, correct, accurate. Yeah, just, Elon just, Husk, just, just Twitter, just yeah. Just. Uh, Elon Husk first said is that he was going to stop paying Google for their hosting in the hopes of renegotiating their deal or reneging on their deal. It was one of those two words. I don't remember. And from the looks of things, he was able to accomplish just that, not pay the bill and then fuck people over. Now, the biggest complaint I've seen, and it's a legitimate complaint, is a lot of countries and a lot of places use Twitter as a means of disseminating emergency information, whether that's, uh, you know, flooding alerts, tornado or hurricane watches. People use Twitter as a means of receiving information from, you know, their governments, uh, aid agencies and shit like that. So by putting in these rate limits, it actually fucked people up. And web designers actually went into the developer tools of most browsers. You can sit there and watch a website and see what it does on your browser end and, you know, what it's doing. And one of the key things that they saw was that idling on the Twitter home screen it was making 10 calls to twitter.com per se- per second or per minute and basically if you only have yeah it was per second because if you only have 6000 uh impressions or tweet views a day um at 10 a second that burns through really quick just idling on the home screen doing nothing So it's remarkable how bad this ended up in that people lost access to important information in timely fashions. Uh, It looks from all, from all looks, it seems that the bills just weren't paid and providers were like, well, I'm tired of this bullshit. And Amazon and was uh, hosting their stuff. Google was hosting their stuff. Google, was informed that they weren't going to be used anymore. So they were scrambling uh, apparently to get rid of Twitter services by the July 1st deadline, which coincidentally is when the rate limiting happened. Hmm. So So he couldn't afford his electricity bill. (laughs) Yeah. And if you're a, you know, uh, Battletech fan, he didn't pay fucking Comstar. Pay your goddamn phone bill, fucko. Anyways. Yeah, with all the money he can get from Starlink, I'm pretty sure he could have afforded a, you know. Yeah, and his big thing is he's like, oh, I'm going to save costs by laying off half our staff or 80% of the staff. It's like, no, you've actually costed yourself money. And to make matters worse, the people that have been laid off haven't been paid what they're owed. So now they're suing him to get what they're owed. So his big thing of, I'm going to save money, is actually costing more money <laughs> instead of just paying the people in the first place. Oh, this and, is, this, this is why back- I say... Oh, sorry, go ahead. Jack's in the background like, yeah, yeah, it's so funny, rate-limited stuff. I'm like, dude, you're part of the problem. You're the sellout. Well, and one of the biggest things is the whole thing of, like, I'm going to save money by laying people off, or not even that, just people thinking that if you're rich, that intrinsically means you're smart. No, he's fucking dumb. Like he's dumb as bricks. The difference between book smart 
and being just having some common sense, but he's lacking both. And I'm still, I have to go look into this, but why he isn't part of PayPal anymore? Because he was on the um, on the launch team for that. He, he was like one of the co-creators or something like that. I'm pretty sure they said you need to leave. <laughs> You're kind of garbage. Can you leave? Yeah. Can you just bad. fuck off? I mean, look what happened. We you should have saw this coming when he tanked Dogecoin. You know, yeah. it's interesting. He played on that, and he did a lot of that. I was noticing that where he would say something to increase stock price on something. Um, yep. And then he would, I, you know, I bet you if you were to go through, and this would actually fall under, like, um, uh, United States FTC uh, bad trade practices or uh, insider trading or something like that. And that's uh, purposefully inflating a price to intentionally sell off and then tank it. And mind oh, you, you, you mean like all of our congressmen? Yeah, but it was Bitcoin, Hell. so so Bitcoin. Nobody, there's no governance over Bitcoin and how that works. You can literally do what you want. Just look at all the NFT uh, rug pulls. Gross. Yeah, like the the Monkey Boys that oh, Justin God. Bieber. What is it? Bought like one for like one point four million. Now it's only fifty five thousand. Like, can you imagine? Oh, yes. <laughs> how can you be that incompetent to buy such a thing? Because hype men sell products, and Bitcoin mm, oh and NFTs are a product. And where there's product to be to be had and money to be made, there will be hype men to push it. Which is like, I don't know if you keep up with uh, folks like CoffeeZilla. Do you know who CoffeeZilla is? No. Why does that sound familiar? CoffeeZilla is one of the foremost YouTube celebrities that goes through and investigates all of these rug pulls and scams and ponzi's and things like that his last one he actually went dark for months mostly because he was scared for his life but he he uncovers a lot of that stuff but anyway um back to twitter you know the, reddit's actually been uh doing some interesting stuff with what the with what they're doing with their ipo and i see a lot of that going on with um kind of mirroring twitter in kind of way but for different reasons uh any of you used uh, reddit Yes, uh, here not and lately there. because all my uh, subreddits have gone dark because oh Reddit is trying to be the new Twitter. Oh yeah, they fucking charge obscene amounts of money for API access. If you don't know, API stands for Application Programming Interface. It allows you know software developers access to more of the technical backend of uh, a overall program architecture or software architecture or you know, websites or whatever without giving direct access to source code. It gives them like entry points to get in and, and do what they're trying to do. Pretty much. It's the very, very short Cole's notes version that I'm sure I got something wrong. I do apologize, Lumius. You're probably rolling in your chair going, Oh my God, you're done. <laughs> no, no, you, you got it. I mean, uh, like it's, it's all rest API. It's, 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 where you can actually request, regardless of what platform you're on, you can just about guarantee the information that you're going to get back is something that's parsable. And that's that's, that's the idea of giving back um, universal output from whatever it is that you're asking for. And most of the time, it's pretty standard across all the businesses, which is why it's a big deal with Twitter and Reddit and things like that. So anyways, we were going there with something, and I just wanted to jump on that so people weren't confused <laughs> well, in case they were. <laughs> oh, anyway. So Reddit's now charging for their API access as well. And this came on the heels yeah. of Elon announcing for 
his API access costs. I remember when he restricted it, and then it's just like, nah, dog, check this out, give me the bucks. And I think there was even an article somewhere in the news forum where it was talking about, like, this guy was like, Elon wants millions of dollars from me because that's just how often his product is used. And he's like, I'm not going to do that. Fuck that. I'm out, bro. I'm out, dog. <laughs> yeah. A lot of the uh, bot accounts that run, like, uh, you know, foxes every hour or gators every hour, those kinds of accounts have all been basically saying, you know, hey, this is the end of the line for us. Sorry. Like Possum Daily? Or yeah, hourly. that was one, the one I was trying to think of. But, yeah, they're definitely affected by this. It really sucks because those are really fun and really wholesome. And the muskrat just is being a petulant man-child like I keep calling him because he's a fucking loser. In before you know, every fanboy of Elon Husk comes after me. You know what? I'm a goddamn barcode. I can say what I want. You know what they really need to do? Him and Zuckerberg need to come together and they need to start a uh, submarine uh, company. and uh, <laughs> Ocean Gate 2.0 and they can just do it in like... Uh, a very thin-walled uh, oil drum. We see how SpaceX is going. <laughs> you know, Abby it's really Rock funny exploded. you rip into them like that because their Starliner or Starship hasn't had a successful launch or very much success since they fired their lead engineer for telling Elon he was dumb. <laughs> kind of like what happens at Twitter when you tell Elon he's dumb, he fires you. Weird how that Or works. kind of what happened at what is it, Ocean Gate when the safety dude was like, "Hey, this isn't safe. You shouldn't do this." And yeah, safety just gets in the way. I'm sorry. <laughs> we need fresh you... minds on this. Yeah. You, you mean, in other words, you want people who are inexperienced and too afraid to say no to your own stupidity? Hey, Lumi, guess yeah, what? What? If you go to the Ocean Gate website and you go to the Art Teams thing, it's literally a 404 page and it has like ocean swell in the middle of the page. I'm like, oof, I have this sinking feeling this isn't going to age well. Oh, <laughs> I drank all my beer already, damn it. <laughs> and to, to make it even better, uh, if you go to their, like just any part of their page, it actually says they've suspended all operations. Commercial and uh, scientific. Well, yeah, probably because they're going to be under the pressure of a lot of litigation. <laughs> well, families are going to sue. Yeah, that's like the big fight with them right now, too, isn't it? Under it's like, pressure. Yes, they can sue, <laughs> even though they signed a a um, a death waiver and everything else. Because hey, you could potentially die down there. Um, <laughs> they're so what I've to... learned, oh, go ahead. Over many many years, is that waivers actually don't really mean a whole lot. Because at the end of the day, you, the company, doing whatever it is you're doing that you're saying someone might get hurt and die, you're ultimately responsible to have a safe environment. And, you know, even if you're doing like even bungee jumping companies, they can be liable for someone dying because was the equipment maintained? Was the cord maintained? You know? Were there proper safety checks? Were there proper safety procedures? All of that stuff. Yeah, someone might lose their life and you may not be liable for them ultimately splattering into the pavement. But everything up to that point where this sudden stop kills them, because it's not the fall, it's always a sudden stop. The fall is the fun you know, part. You're, you're liable for all of that portion. So I wouldn't be surprised if that whole like death waiver doesn't hold up plus they're in international waters and a lot of uh 
terrestrial laws don't apply. So a waiver likely does not apply in international waters. Well, especially when he's on record with saying, hey, uh, you know, it's okay to cut some corners and when it comes exactly. to safety. Like, really? And I think that's going to come back to haunt the company. Especially when, when everybody has receipts that... Oh, fuck yeah. On, they have receipts of the receipts. And video Absolutely. proof of it, too. Oh, yeah. And so much stuff I, has come out on that whole Ocean Gate thing as far as, like, I've been monitoring TikTok and there's been, like, uh, stuff that was recovered as far as, like, communications is concerned and previous divers and what they've experienced. It's been all over the place. It's insanity. Yeah, and now they have presumed human remains or... Uh, looking at um the big problem if you, <laughs> human remains should be used loosely because they were turned into pretty much slurry they were turned into physics their bodies went from <laughs> physics so that's a stolen line um i'm trying to remember the guy's name he i think it's mark something or other he does a lot of uh he, he's got a degree in uh, astrology not astrology astronomy and uh physics he's got phds in them he does a lot of KSP videos and I watched a two hour live stream where he ripped into the whole thing and also started talking about KSP stuff. But the one thing he kept coming back to was the fact that at some point in an event like that, your body stops being an object and becomes physics. Yeah. Like the, the, if they weren't underwater, they would have become the equivalent of either a pink mist or a Grimace milkshake from McDonald's. Well, think about yes. it like this. With, with as fast as it was crushed, you could probably think of it about like speed using toothpaste. Or or the graphics <laughs> on Candy Crush. <laughs> <laughs> what? Or like what I just saw with one of my cannons shooting a liver out of someone's cav- chest cavity. Mm-hmm. Or, the, or, or that big old uh, meme on TikTok for a while where you put baking soda in the ketchup bottle and shake it out and then pop the top. Mm. Pretty much the same situation. Nice. But faster. The only thing that would have been good is how fast it would have imploded would have been faster than the signal from their eyes to their brain would travel because that's about 13 milliseconds and it would have happened in less time than that. And then on top of that, it takes your brain anywhere from 25 to 500 milliseconds to process and react to what it's just seen. So you're looking at almost, you know, three quarters of a second for some people to see, you know, interpret and understand and realize what they've looked at. And they would have been just Thanos snapped out of existence. (laughs) Audibly in your head thinking, what the fuck was that? And that's exactly. (laughs) You probably wouldn't even be able to react to that. Cause I don't know what the, uh, I don't know what the reaction time is between hearing a noise and responding to it. And plus you got to think the speed of sound is slower than the speed of light. <laughs> it's probably worse if you're actually uh, high. Fair. <sighs> <sighs> Maybe. Depends on the person, I guess. If you, uh, you know, if time slows, like your perception time slows down, maybe. Speaking yeah. of slowing time and potentially going back, uh, apparently the French president was like, yo... Talk talk about douchebag. Oh my god. It's 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 an age old conversation that that everything is bad heck. On Mastodon this more uh before we even started this, there was somebody pointing out that threads is like the most elusive like devil six six six. Everybody's got a conspiracy theory for everything, but 
for politicians to say it is it is the fault of TikTok and video games that children live out their fantasies without regard to reality and cause problems uh, and general Jack problems. Thompson, listen, TikTok wasn't around when I got pregnant. Okay. <laughs> Well, um, but video games were. It was video games' fault, Grit. You were I'm playing sure too much Mario I'm, RPG. I'm sure the powers that be blame Shakespeare for his uh his meddling with all of his literature. Damn as well, you, Neopets! Damn you with the with the eggs! Damn and you, the... Pong! I know, right? <laughs> That's why they're rioting in Paris right now. Neopets eggs. That's right. So, Malcolm is acting like uh, Jack Thompson. That's who he reminds me of. If you're not familiar with who Jack Thompson is is you can go find him on uh, Wikipedia, but he's basically a lawyer based out of the U.S. who anything and everything he could blame on video games, he tried and failed numerous times. He went after uh, Rockstar Games and their Grand Theft Auto series of games oh, that was back a big in the day. And uh, he is... Whew, he is a piece of work. He hates rap music, <laughs> hates video games. He actually thinks... Uh, video games will cause children to develop violent tendencies. Uh, if it, if that it, is categorically false. If it was not for video games growing up, I would have been put in jail. Listen, I used to play Twisted Metal. That doesn't make me a bad driver. You don't see me I mean, putting I never on clown makeup and Carmageddon. using rocket launchers, damn it. What the hell? Yeah. That's I wanted to play Carmageddon, but I couldn't get it to run on my computer. I can get it to run in my Volvo. <laughs> <laughs> it's 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 just them. It's it's like anything. It's just a hot. They're trying to find a way to divert the fact that they're doing a terrible job as leadership, especially with everything that's been going down in France. Yeah. He's he's running out of options. He really is. And, and the the most recent violent. I mean, the most recent um, riot. He tried to keep under the under the carpet with the whole. TikTok ban. He's trying to ban TikTok, of course. Um, and then, of course, you see that's where everybody's getting their news about France is on TikTok. You don't see it anywhere else in the mainstream. Probably just anywhere. mad that, like, the only six, well, one of the only successful, like, Dexter's laboratory or memorable ones is the Omelette du Fromage one. So it's like, always say, <laughs> <"Omelette> du... <laughs> it's like, do you know any French? Yeah. Oui. Oui, oui. Omelette du fromage. Um, <laughs> now with more passion. Omelette du fromage. God damn it. What? Stupid <laughs> Americans. As, as a French speaker myself. God damn it. <laughs> what did you say to me before? What did you say to me? Carlist. How about a knack? <laughs> Now the French viewers that are listening to this will be like, holy shit, he fucking swore. <laughs> That's I okay. live with I live around people who speak Cajun French, so my French is even worse off than that. So <laughs> Caris Tabernac. Lazy <laughs> <laughs> Le Bonton Roulet. Huh? <laughs> hon, hon, hon. What are you what are you Paris about France? Did you just Paul? say huh? you said hon hon hon, 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 hon. and I yeah, immediately thought of uh, hon, 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 the croissant. So <laughs> No, it's uh, it's a uh, knock at uh Par uh, France ball from the Poland ball series, because <laughs> uh, France ball all it says is Han Han Han. <laughs> I, I don't make Poland ball comics. I don't understand. I just love them because <laughs> Poland can't into space. Although it, it has, it has into space. 
You say hon hon hon. I say oh. <laughs> I also say scones are sandwiches. Scones are cakes. Oh my god! Let's see uh, if the emperor had a Texas speech device reference for those of you who don't know. But scones. Oh, that oh. peaked. I'm sorry. Oh, my ear balls. Scones. That's fine. The viewers will enjoy the peak themselves because I do not audio Force edit Commander. anymore. Scones. Speaking I'm, of, I'm moving away from my mic. Especially speaking of editing, do any of you know who Peter Molyneux is? I've heard the name. I How can't about Peter Molyneux? So Peter, Peter Molyneux? So Lionhead Studios, are you familiar with that name? I've yes. heard of them. Yes. So Peter Molyneux was once the head of Lionhead Studios. They produced such hits such as Black and White and Fable. <gasps> I, I have yes. that game somewhere. Oh, I've got that game too. Black I and White too. I was playing Fable. Uh, Fable is freaking dope. I'm not going to I'm not going to lie. Fable. Like it's nothing like what Peter Molyneux pitched, but it's dope. I love Fable so much. But check this out. Right? Apparently He's been in the news. I didn't look at the article, but I just saw his name flop up again, um, saying that uh, he's not here to hype a game, won't hype into the game, but hey, there's going to be another game. <laughs> and the thing about Peter Molyneux is, is that he overpromises and underdelivers, which is like the exact opposite of what you want. So he's EA? <laughs> so let me give you an example. Right? <laughs> Fable. Ooh. Fable. We're all familiar with Fable in this room, right? Mm -hmm. yes. So, Fable, you were supposed to start off as a child, and each of your choices would make or break you as a character and decide how you were going to be as an adult, and you would get to grow up and experience and, and things like that all the way into adulthood and have this grand adventure. And to everybody in this room, we know that's not what happened. Listen, you don't start off as a child. You start off as a chicken chaser. Chicken chaser. But he like he was the one that spun the yarn of how great this was gonna be. Like to some degree, black and white was kind of the same way. Uh one in one of our earlier podcasts, I mentioned um a game that he was spearheading called uh Curiosity, What's in the Box? What's in the box? He ran, he ran this grand um contest to get to the center of this gigantic cube that was multi-layered and segregated out into sides and you would have to tap on it like it was a mobile game and like the entire world got to play the game at once for one for one brief moment people who had access to this game could all tap together in unison and find out what's in the box and the person that does the last tap gets the grand prize right and it was up to the person who got the grand prize to decide if he was going to disclose what his grand prize was. And the guy was like, sure, tell everyone, go for it. The grand prize was is that he would get a percentage of royalty for the game that they were currently developing called Godus. And if anybody remembers that game or understands what that game is, it was another uh, god-type civilization game in the vein of black and white, but it was scaled down more mobily, if I could like find a better word for it. 
It, it sounds like a D's nuts joke. It, it really is. And that's what it was. The guy was like, oh, cool. I'll get revenue share on this. The project never took off. It didn't make any money. He didn't see shit. And he was also supposed to like make decisions as like the lead god for however long uh, before the next cycle. It never panned out. So that's just an example of the level of disappointment that Peter Molyneux hypes to get the most interest as possible and to under-deliver to the point where the thing that you're actually seeing is not exactly what was promised. I wouldn't trust that guy with any pitch whatsoever if it wasn't for the fact he's so charismatic and he goes great in the news. If you go on Twitter and if you have like you know the, 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 the limit to do so, <laughs> look up look up Peter Maladew and he, he he does nothing but pitch games like what about a game where you're a mail slot and your goal is to ingest mail and spit out junk mail I like, heard mail I heard mail slut and it still made the whole sentence sound the same the same thing so sorry <laughs> so we talk about integrity in game news this is integrity in game development so you do you have anything to say on who or what Peter Molyneux is or does? Do you want to know what's exciting to, about, like, Fable 3, of what I've heard? What's that? 174 wait. hours of cutscene. Wait, wait, wait. And... Fable 3, as in, like, the one that was just released or the one that they're currently working on without Peter Molyneux's head? I... Maybe I'm wrong. I don't know. The one that... I just heard Fable has 174 hours of cutscene, which is vastly far, far, far longer than any Lord of the Ring movie. <laughs> yes. Well, and no longer interested. They're, they're catering to an audience that like wants to watch videos 60 seconds or less. It's going to be a hard sell. And have been openly adamant about long cutscenes in video games to begin with. Listen, the only cutscenes I like are from World of Warcraft, and that's because they've been improving on them greatly. You know, they actually have an engine to do all that. Didn't they release that publicly, or is that still internal as far as, like, keeping the... Because uh... it's almost like Blizzard Source Engine is what they're using. Uh, but it's their own engine. I don't know either. I was hoping maybe you knew, because I stopped caring a long time ago. I just see Alex Shaza, and I'm like, ooh... I mean, did you read into this Rainbow Six story? Uh, no. Okay, well, then we'll move on to... Uh, <laughs> we'll move on to uh, the uh, Player Unknown's Wait, Battlegrounds love story. Cajun got a chance uh, to read it. Shoot, I know I did. That's a messed up, messed up situation. <laughs> it is so bad. So a Hindu man decided, uh, met a uh, Muslim woman... Over player unknown battlegrounds, like we have that uh, the kind of a similar love story just sitting in this podcast right now between Crit and Imi with the whole wow wow bit, right? I think that's how you guys. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yes. yes. Absolutely. So it's like video games has a has a potential to unite folks, and in this particular case, over years, um, we like it's just what happens. So. These two decided to meet and do things and get together. And the thing about it is, is that the uh, Hindu man, of course, from, uh, I believe, what was he, India? Mm -hmm. And the Muslim woman was from Pakistan. And they decided to get together. And she was like, she brought her four, three kids, four kids, something like that. I think it was three, yeah. 
Yeah, and they were kind of a squatting inside of India because India is much freer with their marriage laws and whatnot. Um, they decided to go legit, and they found a lawyer. like, hey, we need to make this legit. Let's, um, let's, let's see how we can make her a natural citizen so I can marry this woman. Uh, the lawyer found out that she was Pakistani. Her children had Pakistani passports. And was like, yeah, no, I got you, homie. And when they left to go home, he had them followed. And once they arrived at their destination, the person following him called up the lawyer, told him where they were. The lawyer called the cops and had them turned in. Um, the story went on to say stuff like um, there was no ill intent. She was trying to escape an abusive husband from Pakistan. But because the tensions are so high between Pakistan and India, that it, everybody's compelled to turn folks like that in as, uh, like, like, for example, if that Crit were to claim a, it is rude. Like, if Crit was like, I need asylum from the United States and Canada, Canada would be like, yeah, I got you, homie. England would do the same thing. I mean, it's, it's all asylum rules. The, the Mexicans that come to the United States have to go through the same thing for asylum, assuming who's in power. But yeah, no, that's a whole different conversation. Not for honest. not not for this podcast, anyway. It's, it's just a whole <laughs> different political. It's a whole different world over there, just because of the constant state of turmoil between all of these different countries in the Middle East. Well, it's, India and Pakistan—it's not so much the Middle East with them, because that's further southwest. Uh, India and Pakistan have been long, 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 long rivals since the Brits ruled them both. Because you got to remember, they're both former British colonies. And when this is a very short Coles Notes version, I'm sure I'm missing some details. But when the Brits left and granted them independence. Did you say Coles Notes? Cole. Coles Notes. Coles Notes. The Coles Notes version, the shortened version. Okay, so we call cliff. them clip notes here. So not cliff yeah, notes. Yeah, same thing. Cliff notes, cold notes, okay. same things. All right. Um, I'm sure I knew what I was getting myself into. Canadianism. Uh, so the short version, the TLDR, is that when the Brits left, they basically said, here's your two countries. See you later. And both countries are like, okay, um, that's not cool, bro. But what about, what about this mountainous region that I call Kashmir and... That's what the Pakistanis said, and the India and the uh, Indians were like, "Hey, that's that's our Kashmir." It's, so you have this tiny little territory between India and Pakistan, where both the India, Indians and the Pakistanis both claim ownership of. They have almost gone to nuclear war on at least three occasions, probably four or more that I can think of. So there's a lot of tension between these two countries. On top of that, um. India, for the longest time, was trying to be more uh, openly friendly to Western countries, trying to get inroads for, you know, just economic reasons to get inroads with, uh, you know, Western countries. But Western countries saddled up with uh, the Pakistanis, which kind of was a bit of a slight. Um, probably, we'll, we'll know probably in about 100 years if that was a good idea, because remember, uh, what was it, about a kilometer or two down the road from a Pakistani army base? was where Osama bin Laden had been hiding in plain sight for a few years. And it wasn't until the U.S. sent in a special operations force to go kill him that it was revealed that, yeah, he was, like, down the road from a Pakistani army base. Like, that's either really incompetent intelligence or somebody was keeping quiet. So there's a lot of history between the two countries. They do not get along. 
So for one person to call it in and throw somebody under the bus, I hate to say it, I'm not surprised. Because there is, like I said, they've almost gone to nuclear war several times over their hate, their mutual uh, desire to possess and control Kashmir and their general dislike of each other, which really sucks because a lot of people get stuck in the middle of all that. In this case, that couple. Like our modern day Romeo and Juliet here. Yeah. yeah, essentially, you've got two warring factions, or almost warring factions, who've damn near caused nuclear disaster, you know, and it pretty much causes people to sit there and be like, hmm, I don't like this person, I'm going to throw them under the bus, damned be the consequences. And unfortunately for this woman, you know, getting arrested and deported is what ends up happening. Oh yeah, no, her husband wanted her back in time for dinner. Bad. Yeah, no, it's um, it's really unfortunate because they have two very rich, beautiful histories between the two countries, and the Brits fucked it up, as they do, as we yes. do. That, that's that's uh, just probably the Um, so the Brits fucked you guys up. The Brits fucked us up. The Brits fucked up every one of their colonies. Let's just be honest. Mm-hmm. <laughs> You're not true British, so we don't really care. You guys wasted a lot of good tea. (laughs) (laughs) We didn't want the tax. Fuck that. They're like, we want extra money. We're like, fuck your tea. Here, the fish can have it. I'm going to have a tea party. But you wasted the tea. You wasted the scones. (laughs) Wasted the scones. Our sandwiches. (laughs) I will have to link that for chat. Uh, Because that is a really fucking great. Well, our, our resident medical professional here has got to go to work tomorrow. So that here's mean. what we're, we're going to go ahead and push this out. Cajun, what you got planned for the coming week? Oh, that's a very good question. I know you and I are still trudging along and oh, yeah, we um, have, core we have keeper on Wednesday. To go smack. Oh, yeah, we're going to smack that bee up. Um, as for the other two nights, um, I'm sure it's going to be more shiny hunting. I do want to diversify it a little bit so I don't burn myself out on it. So I'm looking into other things that I could. Hello? No, it's just me. Don't worry. <laughs> the ADD <laughs> kicked in. Sorry. <laughs> I was waiting for the door knock. But, um, yeah, definitely Tuesday will be probably just normal shiny hunting. And if I come up with something for Thursday. Emotional That's not me. Let <laughs> <laughs> me. I deny responsibility for that one. <laughs> So yeah, I have a couple of days off uh, this week, so I'm I'm gonna be working on some other stuff offline to hopefully get ready for new stuff in the future. Uh, both with hopefully current crew involved. Uh, I know you and I me talked about Dafu a little bit not too long ago. So hello, come in. <laughs> you were waiting for it. I was. I was waiting. You're for that gonna day. get me killed. I'm desensitized to that. I don't twitch anymore. <laughs> I don't even pay attention to it because none of my doors sound like that. <laughs> yeah, that's 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 what's going on in Cajun Country this week. Awesome. So, Crit Code, tell us about your adventures in the land of hot and cold running maple syrup. Uh, oh my! Well, you already my know about how child. how drunk I get. So that's that's good, you know, with me <laughs> teasing <laughs> it. But, that part uh, was fun, but. You learned pretty quickly that uh, Canada has really hot temperatures. Yeah, I was. I probably flew. <laughs> and no <probably>. central air. <laughs> oh, no, we do. Absolutely, we do. 
We ten have basements too. Flying, or ten hours in general and flying, and another ten hours of airports and and. Eh. Yeah, our, our uh, third day here, we went to a botanical garden that has a couple different areas, and one of the areas was kind of like a tropical area. So, her being from Florida, hearing all the tropes about Canada being this frozen ice wasteland and everything, she wears layers because you got to bundle up when you're in Canada. And then it was like damn near high 30s, almost 40 degrees Celsius. That's so like almost 100 Fahrenheit. That's almost Texas weather. Yeah, almost Texas weather uh, in this botanical garden, and she was in layers, and she regretted life. I was kind um, of like, okay, you know that episode of SpongeBob where Patrick and um, SpongeBob are in Sandy's dome, and they're like, "I'm I'm good without water. I'm good without water." That was me though, but with like layers. I was like, ah, this is no, that's just like being back home. Ha ha. I'm like, oh, I'm I'm burning up. I'm. I'm burning up. Yeah, and I was just in like t-shirt and shorts and sandals, and she's all in layers. And then I was just like, "Oh God, you sweet summer child!" Like, are you one and done? Went to a zoo, and uh, we took about just shy of a thousand photos. Went for horseback riding. Um, she got introduced to tree blood. I got to speak a little Greek. Yep. Yeah, there's a uh, very small Greek restaurant that we absolutely love, and the owner uh, absolutely loves her. Did you they, order uh, the malaka? No, but I also didn't order any pisoli. <laughs> Pisoli's dick. Pisoli's uh, bread. I remember that. I remember that from last time you said that. Yes. Uh-huh. Yeah. I, I, I didn't hit it for Oh, wait, she's doing the thing. <laughs> throw back to a previous episode where you learn a little greek you don't say so well you don't say pisoli you say psomi pisomi is bread pisoli is dick you not say pisoli in the middle of the restaurant you're probably gonna get pisoli no you want pisomi i know i want pisoli oh my That's that's two blocks down. Here we 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 <laughs> sorry. Greek lessons of crit chicken. <laughs> that was good times. I really enjoyed having her here, and I can't wait for her to come back. Oh 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 oh! Also, big news: we are yeah. engaged. Yeah. Hell yes! Right, high porns. Awesome. I was looking for I forget where I put it. We have one. We are horribly unprepared. Um, I know I I have one. Mission accomplished. There we go. (laughs) I have a mission accomplished for us. Nice. Mistakes. We have happy accidents. But they, (laughs) but they are engaged, and they will. There it is. And they will do have crit code adventures, which I'm sure they'll be posted everywhere. And Imi even acquired at his own human hand for the occasion for the post on, on Twitter. Yes, um, that hand, uh, just as a legal disclaimer, was acquired fair and square uh, through a legally binding contract. The owner of the hand uh, did not refuse. I mean, um, they they absolutely consent. Yes, they consented. They did sign the release. 
and uh, they will be provided with that hand at a later time. I can't guarantee it will be chewed by a doggo as a chew toy. But as a reminder, it was acquired fair and square and in a legally binding manner. There we go. Also, I did not pluck the feathers off my hand. Yeah, after the podcast, we got to find out when you're actually going to throw that shindig so that way Cajun and I can like, because I will swing by Louisiana and be like, hop in, homie. We going to Canada. <laughs> See, it's like Night of the Roxbury. You're sleep. You're going to hear outside your house. Be like, what the fuck is that? And I'm going to hang my head out the window and be like, get in, loser. We're getting maple syrup. And that's going to be it. She had maple syrup for the first time and she liked it. And it was it was good. There's probably going to be a lot of... Dish I had the syrup and liked it. <laughs> yeah, well, maple syrup, unless you get real maple syrup, most people are like, you know, what is this? And uh, her son got introduced maple syrup, and his response was, it's not as thick as other as regular syrup. Oh, yeah, son, no, it's, it's great. that's because this is tree blood, not congealed mass of pure sugar. Well, it I mean, is, it is pure sugar, just better sugar. It, it is definitely thicker than monk fruit syrup, which I do use on my pancakes, because Betus, but, um, but... But the maple syrup is actually, it's it's runnier than your 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 corn syrup um, uh, maca. Oh, that was the other thing. She got introduced to real Coca-Cola with real sugar. Not so if you look on the Wait, ingredients... Hold on, hold on, hold on. Craig, Craig, you can't tell me you hadn't had a glass bottle of Mexican Coke. I know. That's cane sugar, though. That's, that's also different sugar. Oh. So Americans use corn syrup or high fructose corn syrup in your soft drinks. Uh, here in Canada, we use real sugar and lots of it. Uh, yeah. Also in Mexico, they use cane sugar for theirs. That's why it tastes different. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, no, like, it's, I, nah, I can't wait to go to Canada. Like, I, so ever since Lay's introduced the all-dressed uh, chips, not Lay's, uh, Ruffles, like, I can't wait to go to Canada because all-dressed is, like, my jam. Did you guys never have all-dressed before? Nope. What, it, what is that? Oh it is delicious. God, it is poor bastards. Imagine, like, the, 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 it's sweet, tangy, and savory all at the same time on a Ruffles chip. It is you know delicious. Funny. We went to this one place, and I was like, oh, I'm really craving, like, a, a chili dog. And they're like, do you want anything else in your chili dog? I'm like, what are you talking about? It's just chili and cheese. I'm like, why would I put relish on a chili <laughs> wait, dog? Wait, 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 hold on. Where are you in Florida where you don't put relish on a chili dog? I just, I'm traditional. I like my just chili and cheese. <laughs> I would I like, like my I chili like, dog I, with the main ingredients listed in the name, please. I like, <laughs> hey. I like, I like onions on mine, personally. So all dressed is ketchup, barbecue, uh, sour cream, and onion all mixed together like, with a bit of salt and vinegar. It sounds gross in words, but it tastes so much better. It's like split pea soup. Just like, give me ketchup chips all day long, and I'm good. Yeah, well, whatever the you, case. You guys don't know what those are, so don't worry. You're fine. No, no, no. But she the... had real poutine. Poutine. That, that's that, is, that is the one thing that I have to try when I get to Canada. I've never had it before, okay. and I want it from the motherland before if, I try anywhere else. So if you're going to make it yourself, you need a couple things. Uh, a couple things. Right? Decent French fries, although they're just a side thing to get the gravy and the cheese curds in you. You need cheese curds, but they can't be any old cheese curds. They have to either be directly from Quebec, which will be real expensive in the U.S., or they have to be of the squeaky variety 
Oh, you get uh, chill them up. Squeaky. You'll, yeah. So basically, if you chew them, they kind of get like a squeaky, like a squeaky kind of texture. You know, when you rub like styrofoam together, that not the mm-hmm. sound, but that texture of the, yeah. the the way it feels when you're. That's kind of what it feels like when you're chewing these cheese curds. And wonder, you need a nice thick gravy. I wonder if I can get like I can make a, a Greek styled poutine down pat. You know what? You could do whatever. Probably. You want, I mean, as I get. As long as you put your mind to it. That's I get pulled right. pork poutine. I get uh, pulled pork. You know, poutine. Philadelphia cheesesteak or uh, but, Philly cheesesteak. Uh, I mean, I won't be returning back to the U.S. if you keep talking like this. I'm I love saying. it. <laughs> like, like Panda is uh, going to be like a single mother if you're not careful. I'm oh, doing. What, what else? Um, Could you imagine there's... if I like the the lemon fries with the curds? Like, lemon right fries. Oh my. Okay, we need to stop. Anyway, Crit yes. and Barcode had a great time and mentioned <laughs> yes, a lot of great did. food that made my fat hard. That's well. That's... What about uh, chicken, bacon, ranch, butter, chicken, uh, chicken inferno, buffalo grilled chicken, poutine, uh, popcorn, chicken poutine, uh, boneless buffalo wing poutine. That's just for chicken. Uh, the pork you got pulled pork, bacon, double pork, pierogi, Swedish meatballs. Uh, Avalanche yeah, Swedish IKEA for that. You go to IKEA, absolutely. We did, we went there actually. That's uh, my first Avalanche puts in for the beef. You got Philly cheesesteak, Korean, which is really fucking spicy. I mean, you realize that wasn't a challenge, right? Uh, well, you're gonna need to because uh, we're all going to Quebec because this is a uh, company Ooh. based out of Quebec. They have locations across Canada called Smokes Poutinery. Uh, they got amazing fucking poutine. Uh, right. your ass on that one. Rib deluxe, barbecue <laughs> steak deluxe. Here's the key to that: you need to communicate with me and Cajun, but we need to like haul ass up there, and we will show that we will show up. Okay. I like Poppy, just, uh, Where is chat? Hey, just, chat, there you can go to rule. Just prepare uh, to break a lot of dishes. Oh, I don't we'll care. Do. No, it's I'll a great break, tradition. I'll break whatever you want. Well, my, my concern is is when to start the mead because we, if I'm going yes. up there, we're going to have Lumi mead, and I need to go like research duty-free, which requires another like uh, different conversation with Aimee to figure out where the fuck it is I'm going to go. So <laughs> Okay, so importing of alcohol, there are limits. You can only, for your personal limit, without actually having to pay any duties and taxes, uh, you're allotted, I think it's uh, one liter... Roughly, so that's like I have no idea how many fucking ounces because I per, use real numbers. So per, is, is that per person, person or per car? Per person. Oh, perfect. So two people in the car, it's two liters. Anything over and above that, as long as you are declaring it, you're okay because you will pay duties and taxes on it. Okay, I have no um, problems playing du- paying duties and taxes to bring because I will make four gallons of mead. I don't know what that <laughs> translates into into liters. I'll pay taxes. Multiply on it. that by three. Say, hang on a sec. Course calculator calc. Math uh, four no times three point seven eight five because it's three point seven eight five liters per gallon. Fifteen point one four liters of oh. mead. That's a fuck ton of liters of mead. That's a lot and of mead. That's okay. And you wanna know why? Mead. Because I'll be making it with Florida orange blossom honey. Ooh. Yes. So McCoy's, by the way, if you're familiar with that crit. No. I kinda want a beer now, and I've already had half a bottle of wine. So, but that's just another thing because what if I'm gonna do it, I'm gonna combine it with like not only the Florida aspect with the uh, the orange blossom honey, but I also want to like get some of your favorite fruits in there too and bring in a couple of different flavors. Mm. So Ooh, that's oh, yeah. another conversation you and I need to have, Lumi. I need to get started. Oh, <laughs> uh, absolutely. So, but other than that, so Crit Code is gonna be awesome, and they're gonna let us know when it is that we need to go. I need to know a year yep. in advance, by the way. So say. Because right. if you want a good mead, I need at least a year. 
pulls out and you guys need your passports and everything. I already got that. I'm already got that for the next ten years. I'm on lock. Oh, there you go. Yeah, I, I, I just need to do it. I just need to. I just need a time so that way I can go get it. Oh, I got my Nexus because I'm a nerd. <laughs> so, other than that, more interesting things from the Crit Code. Be sure to follow Needs Espresso and Imy Twenty One on Spoutable everything and Twitter. No, I don't think they're on Mastodon or anything like that. Nope. I I know I'm literally everywhere. I don't like Mastodon because if someone doesn't like it, they can just turn off the server and you lose everything yeah. because it's. It's one person. Yeah, it's federated and allows content from other servers. But the problem is it's one person controlling it. If they don't like it, if they just give up one day, they're like, man, I'm done. It, you're, you're fucked. Well, if you stick with like Mastodon Social as far as your main login is concerned, you should be fine because that's run by the Mastodon Foundation. So that's, that's where I'm at. And it's just like Mastodon.art is also the same way. But uh, Lumi, what is Lumi doing? Let's, let's what go with is that. Lumi doing? It is art month and we're in full swing. My luminary uh, tech priest uh, entry to the Dankwater Tea House is gone shittily. Apparently color blocking looks ugly. Imi thinks it looks like the Fabricator General, which I'm kind of proud yes. of and sad at the same time. No, <laughs> so. it's, it's fantastic because he wants to know why all the meat is bothering him. <laughs> Indeed. Why so, is the meat bothering me? I've also joined an art fight. <laughs> art fight sounds like a lot of fun. And as soon as I'm done with this challenge at Dank Wart's Paint Water Tea House, I said it right, um, I'm going to start focusing on redraw uh, at uh, attacking folks who are not uh, vampires and are werewolves in art fight and drawing their OCs and having a lot of fun and doing a lot of art practice. I really want July to be... Um, a, a growth period for me. And this is on top of keeping track of nightly streams and making sure the sh shorts are uploaded and pumping the podcast because the podcast is awesome. And yeah, no, that's, that's, that's pretty much it. I'm having a good time. And uh, I hope you join me for some of my art streams and and and, and uh, give me good ideas and then voice chat and everything else. So that's where I'm at. Also, remember... Don't play a game, or don't don't let a goldfish play a game before you do, because <laughs> oh. you actually want to know what bosses the goldfish fight. That is a discussion after after Cajun goes to bed, or if he's going to be around, because we are. I'm at the glad end of time. we spent an hour dissecting that. I, I really, I, I really wish I would have recorded that of all the like analysis that we did. Going, oh, look, look there, look there. No, he was going left. It says right on there, and he was going left. It turned out, and like it's, it was a lot of fun. I really wish I would have recorded it because that would have been awesome. <laughs> and y'all gonna have to catch me on that, uh, catch me up on that later because I uh, need to go to bed. I can do that on Tuesday. Speaking of, because Sounds Cajun good. needs to go to bed, and let's be courteous to Cajun. Everyone, have a great week. We'll see you next time for episode 39 of the UDP broadcast. Title unknown at this moment. So keep an eye on scones Twitter. Scones are sandwiches. Yes. And that's going to be the new title. Thank yeah, scones you. Are, you know what? I will just call it that, and people will be like, ah, I see oh, what they no. did there. It's no, a throwback. And always remember, don't be a dick. Don't Absolutely. dick a bee. Yes. Don't dick a bee. Oh, Whoa. <laughs> oh, God. That escalated really quickly. Goodbye, chat. Uh, well, Bye, goodbye. Chad. Goodbye. <laughs> Stay tuned for the post show.